Hello, welcome to the latest podcast. Richard Lane with you on Tuesday, March the 19th. This week we're looking at a very important issue concerning vitamin D status in pregnancy and bone mineral content in children later in life. A study we published today is the largest study of its kind. It's been done in the UK and it concerns over 4,000 pairs of mother and children. Research done at the University of Bristol and the findings suggest that current UK guidelines at least may be overstating the importance or relevance of vitamin D supplementation during pregnancy. So do look out for this observational study published online as I say March the 19th and this is also the subject of an author video. The lead author of the study Debbie Lawler from the University of Bristol has been interviewed by Web's Edge TV and for the podcast we've taken a sample of the audio from that video where we can hear Dr Lawler discussing the findings and their implications. So what we found was that contrary to what one previous study had shown and that's had quite a lot of effect on policy there was no association between a mother's vitamin D level in pregnancy this was measured on blood samples and child's bone mineral content, a measure of how strong their bones are when the child was aged nine years of age. Absolutely nothing. And we did a lot of what we call sensitivity analyses, a lot of trying to unpick whether somehow we might have got that wrong and we absolutely couldn't find anything. There have been three studies published previously. They were all much smaller. They had sample sizes of between 50 and 200. And actually they showed very varied results. One study showed that Higher mother's levels were actually associated with a child having lower bone mineral content. Another showed the opposite, so higher mother's levels with higher bone mineral content, and another showed no association at all. The one that's had most effect on policy was the largest of those three, with just under 200 participants, and it was the one that showed what people might expect. So the higher the mother's vitamin D levels, the higher the child's bone mineral content. And apart from the sample size, that study was actually quite similar to ours. So it had women from Southampton, they were largely white European, it had a similar range of vitamin D levels, Levels. The child's bone measures were when the child was aged about 9 or 10 and used a similar method to ours. But our sample had just under 4,000 participants, so it's much larger, which makes you have more confidence in the results, I think. Now, pregnant women are advised to take vitamin D supplements at the moment, so how does what you have found affect the guidelines? The guidelines are relatively vague in that what they say is all pregnant women should be made aware that in pregnancy vitamin D levels can be low and that it's important for the mother's health and the child's health. Part of the guideline evidence is this previous study and when they refer to child's health they're talking about the child's future bone health. I think at the moment they're overemphasizing the importance of vitamin D. We need more evidence that certainly suggesting to pregnant women their child's future bone health depends on their pregnancy vitamin D status or by taking supplements they will improve that. I think our study challenges that. Is there a normal range for vitamin D and what evidence is there to support that? So it's suggested that if you have a level above 50 nanomoles per litre you're sufficient. Between just under 50 and 27 and a half you're considered insufficient and below 27 and a half deficient. Those levels are based on the relationship of vitamin D levels with bone strength and in pregnant women it's not really clear what a normal level should be in the sense that when you're pregnant your whole physiology changes and levels of anything are not the same as when you're not pregnant. So that the evidence for what's normal in pregnancy is not fully understood. 
And is there any evidence between vitamin D levels and adverse health outcomes such as rickets? Yes, definitely. Within a person, very low levels of vitamin D cause rickets and at sort of levels that are not quite that low, you get thinning of the bones, osteomalacia, so then the bones are not as strong. Now, what would you consider are the limitations of your study? It's not a trial. We haven't randomised women like tossing a coin and said half of them get a vitamin D supplement and half of them don't and then followed their children for nine years and measured their bone density, which is the best kind of study for this. But one of the real problems when you do what we've done, which is a cohort study, is a worry that what you're seeing is explained by confounding. So when you have a factor that's related to the outcome and also related to the exposure and it explains the association you see. But here we haven't seen an association. So you have to ask the question, could it be that there's something that masks a true positive association? For that to explain our no association and for there to be a clinically important positive association, you have to think of something that's strongly going to make a mother's vitamin D levels high but then nine years later make her child's bone strength low or something that would make a woman's vitamin D levels in pregnancy low and then nine, ten years later make her child's bone content high. And we really struggle to think of anything that could do that and mask the association. The other limitation, sorry, that is important is that the women in our study are almost... Uh, 100% white European so they're not a group unlike people who've got dark skin or that tend to cover themselves up a lot who have very low levels of vitamin D. That said we did have a range of measures and even when we compared the lowest group the group with 27 and a half or below with the highest group we couldn't find any difference in their child's bone mineral. Well many thanks indeed to Debbie Lawler and to Web's Edge for letting us use the audio from their video. That's all for this week. See you next time.